पॉडकास्टिंग वर्ल्ड टूडे वी आर असेंबल्ड फोर क्विड मेंबर्स विच इज संजीत सिंह फर एट जर्मनी यूनिवर्सिटी आर्यन So that so there's Aryan Vyas also who's uh, also who's the who is the most famous who is the most famous of us all? You know? Yeah, the insert real talker, the real talker, the real talker. Hotel may be in list of hotel. Abi, Abi Aryan will nichodo content from anywhere. He will start his own podcast while. Why hotel ke corridor pe hotel ke corridor pe kaur hotel list of hotel bills karti hai. That's the see that's how you make content, Amar. That's why you don't have eighty thousand followers, Amar. Yeah, yeah. Aryan will nichodo content from anywhere. Why sit at table? Any any type of publicity is good publicity. But yeah, Aryan. But yeah, Aryan. वो चोरंगी चोरंगी insert किया अच्छा है list. And the recommendations mm-hmm. coming from Amartya, who hates Hindi movies. So, uh, we are moving on. Yeah, uh, so today we, talking, <laughs> today we are talking. What are we talking? Today, yes, we are talking about two filmmakers who have made. This is my assignment, by the way, and I've roped these guys in because these guys have good expertise. I think. <laughs> and we don't have any uh, other work. <laughs> both, both things. Yes. So basically, it's a productive assignment. Okay, it's not like I'm I'm forcing you at gunpoint to do it. Anyways, the assignment is uh, to do with two filmmakers who have made films in and about India, but are not mm. Indian filmmakers. So this is basically Danny Boyle who made Slumdog Millionaire in two thousand eight, and Ang Lee who made Life of Pi in twenty twelve, and these are like two very different films in in terms of. They, what they are about, but they are also similar mm-hmm. in the sense that they are both. They both were huge successes internationally. They both made a mm-hmm. bunch of money. The Slumdog Millionaire, I didn't know, made three hundred forty-five or forty-eight million seventy something, some like some what? crazy amount on a budget of fifteen million. Mm-hmm. And uh, Life of Pi was also a huge success. It made six hundred and two million or six hundred twenty million something like that on a budget of hundred and twenty million. Mm-hmm. and i think the the success of these films in the foreign countries is a little bit different especially i think slum dog millionaires is a little bit different to how it's seen in india or mm-hmm. how it has been in india mm-hmm. uh and my so my objective with this podcast was more or less to just ask 
or like to see how you guys kind of respond to the film now looking back at it if you've seen it again of course if you've not then still how do you look look back at it as a film now in 2022 like you know we've seen a lot of films that have come through which are about india also i think the primary mm. thing that's come through is the white tiger uh by rahim barani recently uh, yeah, yeah, recently yeah. which uh, especially if one looks at slum dog from that context i think there's a difference in how that hmm. film has impacted how we look at uh, slum dog millionaire now and how or if any of you even think when you think of something like life of pi as being an indian film or being about india ever right i think that's a big uh, thing that i had come up in my whatever research i was doing about the fact hmm. that that a lot of people just don't recognize uh, life of pi as an indian film whereas something like slum dog hmm. millionaire is full of uh, discourse about if it, i think some people even claim that it's an indian film which is i think a big big thing uh, misconception misconception mm-hmm. but it also is something that but there is something about that film that makes people claim that which is mm-hmm. strange mm-hmm. right considering it comes that close to representing india maybe as they internationally exactly like it's a very yeah. it's a very tricky balance i think with that film but mm-hmm. uh, let's start with slum dog millionaire doctors lawyers never get beyond 16000 rupees he's on 10 million what can a slum dog possibly know he went on the show because i thought she'd be watching she's my destiny so this will all be sort of spoiler discussion of course of these films these yeah, yeah. films and mm. uh, yeah i would say watch both actually just before we start the discussion i i, I like i have problems with both but but both also have their own ready made qualities anyway yeah. go ahead guys you are the ones who i am interested in knowing the opinions of i know arin you want to start uh yeah sure so i have a very weird connotation and distinction to make here for this film and uh, to be honest even when i watched it for the first time i did not love it that's what mm. i remember but yeah. uh, i remember that it was my first uh, like a broad foreign language film that i watched without subtitles mm. <laughs> so i was immediately trying too hard to focus and to follow mm. the plot okay? and is, uh, you watched it in english Right. yeah for the first okay. time when it came out 2008 i so i was okay, okay, this might reveal my age but okay so i might be 7 or 8 i watched yeah. it for the first time ghar pe not in the theater because uh, i did not grow up rich and uh, and yet i could feel that this movie uh, kind of like i don't want to refer to this word but a lot of even uh, international critics use this word so uh, for the lack of a better term food uh, poverty porn right mm. so a lot of international critics as well have described this film as a poverty porn in a way but uh, i think its entire purpose is not just to reduce it to that because at the end of the day it is an uplifting story about this guy who made it through rigs and rigs to the ashes or whatever right yeah. but then the major flaw that i have with the movie is that there's no proper character clarity that you ever get because it's been shown that uh, what's his name they get guy jamal yeah jamal. played by dev patel which was also yeah. his like big to role and yeah. i'm glad even though i did not like the da- green knight but okay <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so his character about, uh, yeah, you know that he's coming <laughs> you know that he's coming from slums and all he's coming from a poverty driven yeah. background but then it's been implied in the first act of the of the film that he already has a job and yep. then he goes on to the show and then it's revealed that the entire purpose for him to go on the show was to meet uh, and uh, re meet and realign with the love of his life so yep. i mean the thing is that that would have been a great bollywood concept right and the yep. film in itself is based upon a book by an indian author right yep. so i think this film would have been would have benefited a lot more if it were a straight and out entirely a bollywood film okay got it and mm-hmm. also a lot of flake that it does get both from india and from abroad right mm. because we as indian viewers a lot of people over here over the past decade or so have just um 
looked at this film in in a certain way ki ye that's how people abroad pursue us that's how people abroad look at us right as yeah. a poverty driven country with like slums and all all across the street and all but if you look if you actually look at the literature and if you actually go on the internet a lot of foreign critics and international critics and publications have raised this topic out and they did even back during the film's release but mm-hmm. then the film got so huge and then the oscar thing happened which <laughs> i'm sure you guys have things to say about <laughs> i mean uh, that's like uh, it's fine i i i like it much more than aryan does so uh, like i like slum dog much more than aryan does definitely but i see what you mean definitely cuz uh, i i think the international critics i i was focusing mostly on the indian critics and their response is very fascinating uh, to yeah. this film uh but mm-hmm. yes definitely i think as time has gone on uh, time has worn on people have really taken against slum dog i always feel uh people have really looked down upon it especially the fact that it True. is it is uh it is uplifting it is a film in which yeah. someone uh makes it out of the slums and actually goes to a show as aryan said to not for money but for love and in many mm-hmm. senses that is a very typical bollywood bollywood driven bollywood centric yeah i think the film is that i've never seen it as a realistic mm-hmm. film so i think that's that's my i think uh, the gaze of an outsider is always is omnipresent throughout yeah you think so the reason why it never translates to being an indian quote unquote indian film is because the the like the gaze in terms of how uh, existence of characters in that space yeah uh, mm-hmm. it always feels like it's an outsider looking inside Got it. Exactly, and even I mean, since we're on this, I wasn't going to bring this up so early in the podcast, but yeah. I still vividly remember. And again, I have not cared and bothered to rewatch this film probably mm. ever since it came out. So this is these are my memories from more than ten years back. Speaking okay, yeah. so I still remember that scene at Taj Mahal, and mm. then there's this some American tourist and her girlfriend tells him that. we'll do it the american way it's okay i mean it is kind of problematic and i'm i'm strictly oh. against looking at okay. films from the sensitive right. sensitivities of today right but hmm. a british filmmaker is making a film based upon slums in india or whatever right it's a yeah. rags to riches story no problem hmm. i'm all but then you're like having these stereotypical very not subtle characters speaking in pseudo american accents and having dialogues like we'll do it the american way and make a fool out of these kids and and th- these kids walking by the taj mahal literally saying that oh what is this is this some hotel or what i mean i get it but this <laughs> too much i don't know no man. no i that's fair enough i mean there's again it goes back to the idea of uh, i think a lot of people i yeah. I, I feel i feel I, i'm weirdly enough i'm in the minority here for thinking a lot mm-hmm. of the things that you guys are saying actually uh make for a interesting tension in the film almost i like the fact mm-hmm. that some of it almost borders on the edge mm-hmm. of as sanjeet is saying about outsider gaze but i think some of it is really really effectively made in, mm-hmm. in its filmmaking that you really get i mean i i at least get pulled into the world Uh, yeah. and taken out of it at certain points also but i think that is almost interesting mm-hmm. to me but uh, yeah go ahead and so i think it's just danny danny boyle as a director who's great at you know world building in general so. yeah. yeah no i mean ahead. again it's 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 good like i mean i'm happy to see i mean no i'm not mm-hmm. happy but I, yes i'm <laughs> it's refreshing to see your your perspective being actually fairly in line with a lot of indian critics at least at that time also who were very against yeah, uh, mm-hmm. this stuff uh, but yeah sanjeev go ahead you finish your thoughts i'll go to amartya then i think it's more to do with perception hmm. how you perceive india also as hmm. that is why my 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 point of that whole outsiders and this is again same thing as aryan i watched it when it came out so it's like 2008 mm. i watched mm. it the hind i watched the hindi version of it yeah. and not the english one i watched okay. the english version like in parts when it was on tv or something yeah um so i don't really remember a lot of the smaller detailing of the film i just have like yeah. a few memories from it mainly the one i think where they were when they were kids they were asked to beg 
Hmm. There was this one scene which actually shook me a little bit when I was a kid. I mean, uh, was yeah. the one where he's like, yeah, yeah, they, you know, he, they take out those eyeballs. Eyes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They yeah. heat up the, you know. Yeah, they put spoon. oil or like some some yeah. liquid in someone's eyes to take them. And out. whoever yeah. sings really well yeah. gets the treatment. So I mean, all of that really shook. All of that is still with me. Yeah. Barring mm. like a lot of other details. Uh, yeah. But I could. while watching itself for me mm. it was also i think one of my earliest adult rated films that i watched yeah. the back then because it mm. literally opens with a curse word if i'm not wrong right yeah with, uh, yeah, yeah. Of with, character yes yes, yes. in mm-hmm. the hindi yeah. version yeah. like i was like what did it do yeah. and i was sitting with my mom to watch that movie mm. and i was hum log to bhai we were sitting in a family like eight people in a room फिल्म always felt like and even though i didn't have like a lot of sense of what cinema really is or how filmmaking really works i could really mm. sense that i have not seen something like this ever mm. yeah now now that i think about it i feel it was always about this an outsider's perspective towards india and that's mm. the thing that's always been the thing with international filmmakers making films about in about indians or about india it's always different perceptions towards you know what india really is for i mean something which i already mentioned uh, to dhruva and amartya was about the documentary that i'm working on which includes this one german guy who went to india having this perception about how india really is the, the i mean the spirituality part of it mm-hmm. and what we've known about goa as a place is what really happens is people do really get lost amongst like a lot of other things mm. so the and then he had to be pulled out of that situation by a dif- different number of people to you know really understand the objectivity and the reality of the situation so yeah. it's all mm. about perceptions and how it really pulls you through yeah. so for me it always felt like it there is something very non indian about it got it i don't really i mean i i can also say that about uh, प्रॉब्लम्स problems which weren't taken into account while making the film mm. although i feel ramin barani was a better director to mm. make a film about india since he's coming from although he's not lived his life completely in the middle east yeah he does have his roots and his understanding of reality from there which yeah. makes sense since we are mm. not really far apart from the middle east in a way yeah in terms of cultural significance and all of that uh, but yeah i mean i yeah. I don't know if I really like that movie as much as I maybe I did the back then, hmm. but it's I'm okay with that. I mean, I hmm. don't really have like a, like a lot of qualms about uh, hmm. a few things. Yeah. Got it. Amartya, go ahead. Sorry, you've been quiet, and I've been not pushing you to speak. He's, <laughs> he's sleepy also. Yeah, both. Uh, all, all yeah, talking. Yeah, mind. talking about Slumdog Millionaire. But you did no. But you did message me uh, saying that you a Coldplay video is. Uh, better than when, slumdog when him when coldplay when coldplay makes him for the weekend and that is a better version of india than slumdog millionaire your movie has a problem yeah, honestly so yeah, <laughs> so, yeah i mean that's you guys hopefully hard. that's a good opening salvo hopefully that's i am not harsh i am not harsh as a comparison i don't have an opinion i i thought one or one or two i am going to be i am going to be harsh I'm going to be harsher on a purely personal decision, considering mm. which year this movie came out. Remind yeah. me again: is this the same year when Dark Knight? Because Dark Knight was nominated for yes. the Oscar. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yes. anyway, this movie is dead in front, dead for me. I mean, 
How long has it been? It's 14 years. 14 years. Yeah. The one thing I remember from 14 years time and yes, I haven't rewatched the movie because I don't yeah. have the energy to rewatch a movie. So 14 years, the one thing I remember is the energy. Hmm. This movie has some goddamn editing speed and energy. Danny Boyle, that's hmm. no problem. Really. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the biggest reason for that, which is why this movie always felt like this is a movie set in india but this is definitely not an indian movie mm. because of that energy and that editing is that a good thing or a bad thing but i think he took it's like a unique... inspiration from uh, yeah what is that anurakashyap movie 2007 black friday, black friday. yeah yeah, yeah i mean it's pretty chase, obvious especially the chase, chase scene to the slums and everything those are yeah, famous yeah. black friday those are famous yeah. black yeah, friday yeah 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 but i mean he must have taken inspiration i'm not i love black friday uh i'm saying that he must have taken inspiration but the way he directs them i think are much different like i he, like uh, from what i remember at least black friday his is camera, a long, uh, his, long camera sort of... his camera work is his camera work is far more dynamic it is always rotating it is always moving each and every yeah. second at no point of time would you feel that the camera would any of the shots are static Yeah, yeah, that's that's a technique which he which he told Anurakashyap later on to use for the FD. Exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. He's like just shoot your film on steady cam. It is cheaper to finish your shots. <laughs> yeah, it is cheaper to finish your shots, which is yeah. fine. But again, it's I think it also depends on the writer who wrote the novel because it's Vikas Swarup. Vikas Swarup. Yeah, Vikas Swarup. Yeah, and uh, apologies to Vikas Swarup. You are not a good writer, man. Uh, <gasps> I mean, I'm, I like Six Suspects. Yeah, the show is shit. Remember? No, I'm not talking about the show. I'm talking about the book. The book is the really book, good. The book is not good. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I, anyway, I I I disagree. <laughs> I disagree completely. That okay. book is that book is like uh, you know the cheap cheap uh, what should I call it? Cheap snacks served with cheap wine. It's kind of like that. The book is Sounds like my thing. Are you sure you're not talking about Chetan Bhagat? No, 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 no. This is better than Chetan Bhagat. Chetan Bhagat is like Chetan Bhagat is like drinking methyl alcohol. That's not. But, oh my god! <laughs> but again, uh, I think Vikas Swarup wrote Q and A with a very strong inclination of making a you know Bollywood type fairy tale because it is literally hmm. a rags to riches story of a guy hmm. escaping from the underdog. Yeah. Yeah. This is the rags to riches story. The reason why Danny Boyle took this is because this is the simplest form of storytelling of an underdog story you've seen in every sports drama mm-hmm. and in every sort of movie ever made. This is yeah. one of the most simplistic story. Just it's just convoluted because, like the country it is focusing on, sure. everything is complicated. Yeah. There But are new. The book is convoluted because because Swarup's style is mostly like that. Even no, no, I'm talking about. No, no, I'm talking about. I would like to. 
I would like to push back on that. In fact, because the book is, if you look at the book, I have not read the book, but I've heard a lot about it and I read about it before this uh, episode that it is unconventionally paced. It is like a not straightforward storytelling. The timeline really is uneven. Yeah yeah, 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 it is uneven because because in six suspects also it is uneven. But yes, it's also yeah. a book. A novel, a novel is always going to be digression and everything. What I'm saying yeah. is why yeah. Danny Boyle would choose a story like this because it is also. It's following a very conventional underdog story. The format is very conventional underdog, mm. but it is also like the country he is most interested in. He's interested in India because it is diversity, a lot mm. of people, a lot of opinions, a lot of thoughts, and a lot of processes. Covers a lot of things. Exactly. There's yeah. a lot of things. It's a potpourri. Mm. It's a potpourri of different different sorts of uh, mm. inspirations and opinions. And Danny mm. Boyle was Danny Boyle was pretty much very much attracted to that. I get mm. it. Which is why the movie. Works like that. The movie is very much focusing on different different aspects of the slum life. Mm. Uh, they are escaping from the slum. They are they are rising to another different class structure. Then to another different class structure. It's yeah. hierarchical almost in a way. It, the movie is very much structured also. In yeah, a very they go from uh, there's there's a great point. I think there's a, there's a moment where uh, I watched this film again yesterday. So there's a, a moment where. both of them go to uh, a high rise building that's being made and yeah, they look yeah, yeah. down on the slum that they were a part of so the mm-hmm. hierarchical thing is very literal at that point mm-hmm. and uh, yeah the and movie that, is not subtle at all so. the movie is yeah, not subtle subtlety subtlety is the range of a sledgehammer in this <laughs> <laughs> a bollywood film Treat. I mean, I would say that you treat it as close. I think as it comes to a Bollywood film, and I think. But it's not have... that. That's what's frustrating. And then the mixed, and even I think that the story might be conventional, very like the beat it follows. But I think it's a brilliant concept if you look at it on paper, and it is extremely. It is brilliant, but at the same time, it is. It very... is a brilliant. It is a brilliant concept because of its simplicity. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. but because... it is. It makes for a good. I think it would make for a good Bollywood film if it were if it were fully owned and understood by some Indian. Now the interesting question, if if were, interesting hmm. question, if it was made by an Indian director who is not indie, who is mainstream, who which director hmm. would have yeah. directed? Exactly, yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the bigger question, right? And yeah. at this point, I'm pretty sure the only reason why Slumdog Millionaire as a movie exists because the director is Danny Boyle because he knew how to edit this movie into that much of a fast-paced mm. ride. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you know uh, that's great. You can so, you sorry. can like you can dislike the movie. You can dislike the movie for a myriad of reasons. God knows, I don't like this movie all that much anyway. But I can't forget mm. the movie. I can. I think I can say yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Fourteen years later, I still remember a couple of images. I still remember those scenes with Irfan Khan in the and the lighting in the I mean the lighting in general in that movie is a bit off the rockers. Uh, oh my was, god, the Dutch angles! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, the, we like, could have one of those met- counters. Uh, of uh, use of darkness, the use of darkness in those in those sequences where they're escaping via the trail, or you know when the yeah. when yeah, the yeah. actual blinding of the kid occurs, the use of yeah. darkness in those moments, those moments, mm-hmm. those moments strike you because yeah. that is brilliant work done. But then again, that is unique because no Indian movie has done that till that time. Yeah. So, so here's my. Uh... my question to sanjeet i think more than because i think sanjeet is the most well versed of us in indian cinema no indian at least history of indian cinema i feel uh, uh-huh. 70 60s i mean from whatever i know. Uh-huh. you guys can check mm. it of course but i know that the writer of the film was super inspired and watched a lot of salim javed cinema initially watched a lot of diwar british yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of diwar wow danny wall no, not danny wall most of the writer, writer. Simon Pufoy, okay. I think that's his name. But uh, like that's what I'm wondering, right? Because I think for me the realism critique never holds good for this film, just because I think it's a really melodramatic film in terms of its plot mm-hmm. with coincidences mm-hmm. and everything. So I never buy into the realism critic criticism myself. Like mm-hmm. I don't get why this should be realistic, right? Mm-hmm. But the Bollywood. i think one of the criticisms that's really leveled against it and this has become like a trend is that it's a very bad homage to bollywood also 
which is what i'm like i don't know about that because i think i've not seen enough 70s uh cinema uh i like i've only seen shole and but, but but like again that won't be something i'll compare this to uh, in any case i just think like i'll just tell you my personal opinion then please go ahead uh is basically that i just it's hard for me to imagine anyone directing the film like this though like like anyone in my mind but i don't know all the directors who kind of had like this this amount of energy this in uh, upar se like you also have digital cameras now right and because this is one of the mm-hmm. few sort of uh, so go if ahead this is if this is your example of bad homage to bollywood films what is the good homage to bollywood i mean films? i that it's dance, not that my dance sequence uh, in eternals i was about to say that like oh we have, we have my that. god so, Amartya, stop fanboying all the time. Yeah, my voice, my voice should tell you how much of a fanboy I am of that entire sequence in Eternals. Dear Lord, but you love Eternals, please. I gave it a three. I was very kind to it, but that doesn't mean that I love that sequence. Stop, stop pretending now. It's time. My, po- my point. Out. Yeah, yeah. I came out literally. <laughs> that my point. But my point being that calling it as a bad homage to Bollywood is like. you criticizing something which is a homage to another industry the fact of the matter is in creating a homage to an industry boil crafted a movie which a lot of people hadn't seen mm. and this is mm. one of those movies which was broadcast a lot in the mainstream by the way this mm. is not exactly this is a not this is not the mainstream bollywood film or this is not the main this is not the oscars no the mm. oscars mm. Th- mm. this was not one of those movies and for a lot of the generation we you know we discard the people who are actually watching these movies on their television screens and everything there wasn't the streaming service back hmm. for them this movie was a very different thing even if they yeah. don't understand the nuances even if they don't understand any of the technical aspects they will just hmm. say to your face ye kuch alag tha hmm. do you realize hmm. do you realize how tough that is hmm. in hmm. in making a movie like this connecting to the masses and saying ye kuch alag tha exactly and while also simultaneously introducing a lot of international audience to bollywood in general right yeah like, so, yeah. Good, or play, like for good or bad for good or good or bad for good or bad for both i guess yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah the good was the good was bollywood was introduced far large to a far larger audience than maybe even lagan did that is number mm-hmm. one and yeah. number the bad was bollywood became the you know trademark word for indian films which yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. finally is getting opened up because the usa mm-hmm. has suddenly lost their mind over rrr rrr yeah an episode <laughs> that will come to you never anyway <laughs> anyway so the so so leaving dhruv's uh, see leaving dhruv's barbs aside towards an episode we had recorded the point being that we point being that slumdog millionaire i think is unfairly hated though not entirely but it's still it's not a bad movie per any sense mm. yeah, it's not a bad no, movie it's not. It's, it's not it's not it's really not a bad movie but if i start watching the movie from beginning to end it's a pretty enjoyable movie Mm-hmm. Oh, it's very watchable. I can. Yeah. And, and I the, think the energy in the movie itself won't let you, you know, have a. But that's movie. isn't that like a big thing? Like that's I, a boil thing. That's, it is a big, and that's also see, as I said over text key, I have not never been a full fan of boil style in general. Yeah. So whenever I watch, and you know what the interesting thing is that I forget the name of the co-director for this film. I think lovely in thunder. Ah, so. I I can't even forget what her contribution to this film was. Uh, like okay, it, so basically, whatever I had read, uh, she was the casting director, yeah. essentially of the film. But then a lot wasn't of wasn't she uh, also the co-director? No, no. She so initially she was the casting director, and then a lot of the oh. dialogue in the first section of the film, right, which is in Hindi, yeah. they she made the. critical decision of it telling poil that you can't keep it in english uh because mm-hmm. like it'll be super inauthentic and you won't be able to get the kids to act in a way where they speak english mm-hmm. in the first mm-hmm. section of the film which is arguably the best section of the film uh yeah, yeah. and arguably one of the better decisions made yeah yeah exactly and because the english 
language transition in this is clunky very clunky extremely uh, clunky yeah and uh, so just... she she had like a major part in that section of the film i oh. think is it her who's in the control room i'm not sure uh, like i the, think most i think most filmmakers most filmmakers should watch a movie called the hunt for red october to understand how to make a transition from one foreign language to english to another mm. They, no, then yeah. there is valkyrie also right yeah the but it, yeah but it took inspiration from the hunt of red hunt for red october because okay. if, if you remember the remember. if you remember the sequence from the hunt for red october sean connery's character was a russian right mm. so the camera mm. moves close to his face and then to his lips he's speaking in russian the camera mm. moves <clears throat> and then the camera pulls back and mm. as the camera pulls back sean connery mm. starts speaking in english Oh, similar technique was in Valkyrie as well. Yeah, yeah because yeah. they took inspiration from it in the Hunt for Red October, and that is mm. one of the best techniques you can use, mm. so mm. that the transition doesn't feel clunky. I think the mm. the the reason they how they try to justify in Slumdog is that globalization happens. Like that's their excuse. Yeah, basically. globalization happens, but that doesn't mean that they pretend. No, no, I know English and half English. <laughs> I know that. Right? No, no, that definitely. I agree with you, but I think that's the excuse. It's like Mo- M- Bombay has become Mumbai, and then after that, everyone's kind of speaking English, which is like. Uh, I think the plunking. most authentic, authentic version of the transition from Hindi to English was Salim. Salim was the other guy, mm. right? The third, yeah, guy. the brother. The, yeah. the brother. Mm. Yeah, the uh, brother. Salim's yeah. transition to the English is very noticeably okay because his English sounds very. In- Indianized, Indian. yeah. Even yeah. actually, Latika, I think doesn't, which is Frida Pinto, doesn't speak much in the oh, film. Oh, yeah, she has dialogues. Yeah, yeah, it's barely. <laughs> uh, uh, so see, that's another problem for me because you are having this literally the megaphone of a movie. Okay, that's the point for character progression. That hmm. uh, Jawad. Uh, okay, sorry. Again, what's his name? Jamal. 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 Jamal goes through right, and you're not even <laughs> a single thread of like personality whatsoever. Oh yeah, so she's like, very much an object of desire and that fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. My and point. What's your thought on uh, making his like changing his uh, Salim or what, whoever whatever his name is? Uh, mm. He was his best friend in the book, right, in the novel, and the yeah. film makes him his brother. Yeah, I, so they I change a bunch good. of the book. They, Jamal yeah, is not yeah. a character, I think, in the book. They yeah, no, he's, uh, he's his best friend. I see, the, they, they see, the problem being, anyways, yeah. see, the problem mm. being, if Latika is your object of desire in the book, mm. to understand why a woman or a man is an object of desire, it should be of meaningful of something to the protagonist. Mm. Yeah. Okay, mm. but that's a book. Yeah, in exactly. The, in a movie in a movie you need to give you have a physical character you yeah. need to give me yeah. something so that the some visual can, cue or something so that the audience can actually follow you through latch on to it and the entire movie is just spent them getting together then separating again then they get back together for a second then they are again separated and it's like <laughs> i understand but it's just curious i feel like this film was kind of tailor made for those typical uh, oscar jury Privileged, just say fifty, fifty year old, sixty year old, white men and <laughs> women. I just feel it's too energetic for that. <laughs> no, but it's yeah. oh look, oh look, they're drunk. Oh look, they're dancing in a train station. So and I that's think, not a well thought sequence. Oh God, I don't want anyone to uh, come across this or take it in a very wrong way. But it feels like a film, you know, kind of cashing into that uh, superiority complex in a way. because again again i come back to that scene where an american character just goes like let's do it the american yeah way. but i think that's meant to be a, <laughs> meant to be a dig at the american i don't think but... maybe meant literally like it happens when uh, he but yeah, that but it's just which is where a british filmmaker you ruled like... you colonized india and now you are having i mean okay. no, 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 so this is the big this is the big problem because mm. it's a boils identity that comes into the mix then yeah 
right because then that becomes I mean, a very I complicated thing you have to know ki i still remember like i was 8 when this movie came out and i hmm. obviously had zero idea about politics and all identity hmm. and privilege and all yet i still vividly remember this ongoing conversation it uh, it literally took up took the nation by fire where everyone was arguing about this the toilet scene right oh yeah, the amitabh bachchan scene the bollywood actor is amitabh bachchan or whatever suppose yeah, that was amitabh yeah. सत्या <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I awfully nice. remember a lot about this mediocre exactly. film. Exactly, you remember a lot. That I was a big compliment. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's a big compliment to my memory in general. Both, both. No, it's more. Like, I don't. I think it's more like because he saw this movie. All of us saw this movie at a very pivotal time in our lives. Yeah, exactly. Because two thousand two thousand eight was still quite early, and it's like fourteen yeah. years ago. We were either at school. Or we School. were and happy and very happy. Yes, <laughs> I wasn't and completely non-jaded. <laughs> so, yes. Okay. 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 So we'll we'll move on very swiftly. I just one small last question: mm-hmm. White Tiger or Slumdog Millionaire? I don't like White Tiger, Slumdog but White Slumdog Millionaire. Tiger. I don't like White Tiger, but White Tiger. Yeah. If the ending, if the last act of White Tiger would have been better, then definitely that film. Otherwise, at least Slumdog is structured well. I'm just not a fan of White Tiger, so yeah. Yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll pick Slumdog. I'll pick. Yeah. I'll don't worry. Very, yeah. Don't worry. I I won't leave Dhruv alone this time. He's he he won't I'm be so the only bad. contrarian. I'm so. Bad. <laughs> Uh, okay. There's so many contrarian opinions flying. Uh, in eight episodes, we'll cover later. Oh my god! Okay. Anyway. I. Yeah. Bye. I'll give you one person battery. Okay. So Aryan has okay. left. Okay. Aryan has left. Uh, because he hasn't watched Life of Pi. I'm going to make a confession. <laughs> Neither have I. But anyway. You've no, seen Life of Pi. You loved oh. it. I never said I loved it. I liked it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going by your rating. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh. Anyways. You film. gave three and a half to Chase of the Wind, which is one of the best movies I've seen in a very long time. So you know, ratings are very arbitrary in this world. It's no, like no, I'm so. I, I haven't talked to you about Life of Pi. No, I told you not to take ratings seriously. <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah. takes ratings seriously except for when it's like very low. Then I think we should take it seriously. Then people, then people usually raise their eyebrows or high. Yeah. Or like or like at, extremely high. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Adi, we push it at four and a half. What are you people thinking? But anyway, <laughs> man. <laughs> Please. Okay. okay, we are talking about Life of Pi, the from the most non-controversial guy ever. Uh, and I don't that mean it sarcastically. Actually, actually. it's angry, angry. It's true. Uh, yeah, he's the least, even when uh, even when he even when he makes shit movies, all of all of the the movies shit. That is a mostly unanimous opinion. It's like yeah, no, I mean, there's no, no like he's the least. Come on, uh, Demolition Man was like legit. Why? He's nice. I mean, he's okay. I, I my quotes are basically nice. been. He's <laughs> nice. Wait, wait. Okay, let's a little bit before we go into life of Pi. Just before Gemini Man, he made that. Billy uh, Lynn's half time walk. Okay, what what did he do before that? Uh, life of Pi. 
Oh, so he didn't do anything in between, right? I don't think so. His life was twenty twelve. Then twenty twelve. We have internet. Yeah, it is twenty twelve. We we have internet. Let let us see. Yeah, he didn't do that. anything between that because he was working on the technology for Billy Lynn for the longest time. So. Oh, oh yeah. man, Billy Lynn was Billy Lynn's half time work. I haven't seen that bad. movie. I have I have heard about that movie. Okay. That movie is definitely. That movie has nothing. Literally uh, nothing. It's a bit harsh. It's not that bad. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to say. Angry, so I don't know. How, how I'm going to give. I'm going. That. I'm going to compare. I'm going to compare Angli with another filmmaker, and I honestly mean this as a compliment. Hmm. I think Angli is going towards the George Lucas route at this point. Uh, how? Because the prequel trilogy of Star Wars. they were mainly visual spectacles because george lucas was more interested on the technology aspects than on the mm, storytelling aspects the cgi and all that yeah, the cgi role and everything george Jar Jar sat Bings. down and actually wrote the characters angli is not that mad angli no, angli is not that mad george lucas actually had an ego on him i'm just stating the fact that george lucas's main focus was more, Tech- more of a visual visual evolution hmm. of filmmaking more than anything else got it I think mm. Angli is also trying to do that. At least Angli is mm. self-aware enough to know that my writing is not that great. The problem is that why are you hiring writers who are shit? But that's neither here nor there. He's not written a film after his initial film, so yeah. Yeah, I think the last that he wrote was what the earliest 19, first three films, right? Earliest Taiwanese Taiwanese films, yeah, uh, that he made. None of the yeah. English oh, okay. language are written by him. Uh, Eat, drink, man, woman. Eat, drink, man, man, woman. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched everything except for uh, the most controversial one, uh, Last Question, which I've yet to watch. Ah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, is that the uh, Tony Lang? Is that the Tony Lang and uh, who else is yeah. in there? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, which is one of the few NC seventeen films released ever. Uh, so oh. yeah, just uh, trivia. We are also trivia. have we are also having Munro coming out very soon. Yeah, Another blonde movie. with Anna De Armas, right? By by of all people, Andrew Dominic. It's good. It's good director. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't know. I thought it was it's just a gimmick, the NC seventeen thing. You no, know, no, that like, is. Until I saw the credit, and I was like, Shh. okay, mm. okay, maybe it's not. Andrew Dominic is good though. He you've seen Assassination of uh... Jesse James by the coward yes. Robert Ford. Thank you for filling in that black that moment <laughs> in my mind. It's a fantastic movie. It's a long ass. It's a long ass name. Long ass movie also, but great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, going to Life of Pi. I was sitting in this coffee house, and this old man at the table next to me struck up a conversation. He said you had an amazing story. Let's see then. Where to begin? I was born and raised in one of the most beautiful places on earth. It was a time filled with wonder that I'll always remember. But when my family chose to move our zoo halfway around the world, that is when my greatest journey began. Do you guys remember it? Do you guys what do you what do you think about it? Like basics like Oh, I'm going oh. to state. I'm going to state something. I don't know how much accurate this is, but I think mm. more than any, I think more than classifying it as a movie which is trying to be Indian or which is trying to showcase itself as Indian, yeah. I think Life of Pi, like the character itself and like the environment it is trying to show, the sea, Life mm. of Pi is actually trying to be very universal. Mm. <clears throat> True. How much of it it succeeds is debatable, but it's mm. trying to be universal, and you. Can't help but appreciate. I mean, that's because I, I think I don't know for what reasons. I mean, how it is trying to be universal, but you could get that through scene after scene, the emotion that carries through. Hmm. Because that I feel is more universal than anything else. Because hmm. otherwise, you see, to be very honest, we've all seen those sketches, those comedy sketches where like people are pretending to have that Indian accent and all of that, right? Hmm. Oh shit! Yeah. That is legit the case in this film. I mean, I mm. watched it. I didn't even know it was it released in twenty twelve. I mm. saw it sometime on television, is what I remember. Mm. And of course, that if Irfan's Khan scene, which has been like so popular and all of that. Mm. But otherwise, I didn't remember anything until mm. today. I watched like thirty six minutes of it. No, basically, the like, portion of it which is shot in India. Yeah, the the Indian yeah. portion. Indian portion. Yeah. 
which truly reminded me they were doing the whole accent thing here as well accent yeah, game basically apu yeah. from the simpsons uh, yeah the 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 you know yeah yeah the typical personality so yeah i mean mm. i saw that and i was like oh shit they're doing that but i also saw something very peculiar which was the editing pattern and mm. also how he's transitioning which very much felt to me like how he did it in hulk yeah so i mean i i mean it's not the same but it's kind of very has those similar vibes yeah. nahi but this but uh, remind me again remind me again because uh, i don't remember seeing the movie much but hmm. it's like are the transitions like you know those fade in fade out vibes and you know the, some of them yes 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 you'll of. have like objects from the other scene automatic or like replace yeah yeah the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so it's basically it's not like really a, a match cut almost like a dissolve yeah it cross dissolve cross dissolve, dissolve. Yeah, yeah yeah but uh, no sorry i wanted to just ask what did you think of the indian section in general though like what was it like was it putting off was it a little too like foreign what what was it one like? thing it really felt was that it flew by those hmm. 35 minutes that i watched legit flew by because i i yeah. sat down watching it hmm. and i didn't even realize it i already reached that that you know mark yeah um at parts it did feel like it's not an indian indian film hmm. you know some parts did feel i mean tabu's presence really grounded the film in, in the whole root gave it. the whole film a rootedness i feel got it uh wherever she was i think there's one part where she's like narrating uh from an amar chitrakatha i guess oh uh, but the, i think but that's also part I mean, of the music no like the music in that section is always lovely i feel that, that even even the me, opening yeah. opening the credit sequence has yeah. like a very very calming feel to it i yeah. just felt yeah. like oh i let me watch this type yeah. you know yeah. sometimes it does happen with me when i when i start watching movie and i'm like Okay, maybe it's not the right time to watch it. Yeah, that didn't. You've done it with so just, many movies I've recommended to you. So many yeah. movies, yeah, yeah, I yeah. know, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's what I felt. Yeah. <laughs> so Tabu's, so Tabu's role is basically grounding a lot of movies to their, you know, roots and everything, so that the movies can be watchable. Yeah, sounds familiar. That's sounds right. familiar. Sounds I mean, very familiar to a twenty twenty two Bulbulaya. Bulbulaya is uh, is really like uh, a dagger to poor Lee's heart. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But come on, Basmi, Basmi created a master. Anis Basmi, Angli. Uh, don't they sound like similar names? Anis yeah. Basmi, Angli, Angli, Anis Basmi, oh, yeah. Ang Basmi, Anis Lee. Yep. So like, yep. Yep. Exactly. Uh, exactly. No, but what do you think of? Uh, <laughs> the irfan section in the first because you, um, you watched the 36 minutes right so there's fair bits of irfan in that first first third oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so again i i just felt irfan was doing as good as he could be i mean i don't think so anyone could have been i mean there's this one scene which i which really stuck with me was that one pause he gives and uh, uh, the other character if, रेटिंग transitions to irfan again and then he's like taking that pause and just felt so like you you've seen those qualities right when mm. every pause ha- is earned kind of mm. you know it like not it doesn't exist for the sake of it nor mm. is it very pretentious it's just so naturally done like mm. irfan even it's not a realistic the, film yeah, anyway yeah. like irfan is doing the what you know starting and the book ending chapters and yeah yeah, yeah at yeah. every none of the points because this is a different character and What's the name of the actor Suraj Sharma? Right? Suraj Sharma. Suraj Sharma. Good. Who is pretty good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, at no point in time do you feel that you know that Irfan's character, Irfan's sections is you know a completely incidental choice or an ancillary addition to the narrative because it isn't. Hmm. True. All of the book ending and starting point feels like they are part of the narrative, and Irfan definitely yeah. feels like this is the guy who you know that experience has changed him into a. Far more philosophical version, which is yeah. like pauses. Those pauses exactly, and the exactly makes sense. 
exactly exactly but beyond that also i i have not read the book of course but yeah. uh, i just feel it's so the filmmaking is so on point from whatever also i remember the first time i watched it yeah. i mean again i don't have that as many memories as probably slumdog also but mm. even though what it's just like very solid filmmaking when you when you're engaged throughout yeah right i mean the kind of choices he's made even mm. like the storytelling skills the voice over of the whole pie section and even yeah. later on when when he's on that boat yeah it just feels so you know done so well shot so well edited yeah. so well you know all yeah. round solid filmmaking i mean yeah. that's that, that that is one thing i really remember because it's like it's an adaptation of book and many times filmmakers get lost in that adaptation as they stick to like you know um going from one thing to the other classic case being yeah. the recent uh, fantastic beast movie uh, yeah. you know are we really going there no amartya you don't talk you liked it okay you i, I like I, the third part i like the third part I, i'm talking I, about the third part itself it's not like i mean okay even in the third part i know we are digressing completely the it's first fine. the starting and the ending part is still well written the middle portion is completely off it's like it's like you're reading a book because in books you usually digress into different spaces you go into something the exposition is, like, is the exposition is part of the whole you know which is why which is why syntax which is why sural which is which is why the new mini series by pushkar gaiti sural which actually works because sural is very novelistic in that approach you actually digress into something else <laughs> yeah <laughs> no because because My, since we are talking about novelistic as well as adaptations because novels yeah, yeah, yeah. novels in their nature are digressions उंड the kind of solid filmmaking that i'm trying to say even when it's like in spurts when it's in voice overs hmm. when it transitions from irfan's narration to the scenes hmm. itself it just feels very you know solidly soothing, done calm gentle soothing calm gentle yeah yeah true makes, those are the adjectives I mean, you can, attached which to, you can understand to an angry film right those are the yeah. adjectives which you can attach to yeah. an angry Yeah, which I've is also a lot of angry movies though. Which I've is seen, which was also a which was also a kind of you know how do I say this attribute which I can give to his shot in the higher as well. Because, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Because ahead, Clive, you, you, because because that short film, the higher, yeah. uh, because the short film which Angley directed, it was basically that Clive Owen's character, who is the driver, is supposed to be delivering a cargo to another person, hmm. and we see that the cargo is actually a little kid and not just mm. a little kid he's like a pupil of the dalai lama or another spiritual or spiritual mm-hmm. belonging to a spiritual the sector higher, oh i've seen this yes mm. you have seen this because there is a little yeah. cart cart chase scene which turns into a cart twist which is scored yeah. to a very spiritual score yeah. it's very weird and it's very calm mm. Mm. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. I mean, I uh, yeah, it's so strange. I think Angli is one of those. Angli is one of those few filmmakers. I think who can handle spirituality quite well, which is why he is very, very. I mean, he'll be very happy that you've said that. I mean, he won't listen to the podcast, <laughs> like, uh, but he'll be but very happy. But it is very weird. So it is very weird that he's making movies like Billy Lynn's Half Time Walk and you know Gemini Man. Gemini has, Man. I think. But, I think. But, I'm be very honest. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead, Sanjeev. You go ahead. No, no, no. Please, please, please. Go ahead. Like no, but this like element of spirituality is there in those films also. That's a, yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. In yeah, yeah it is supposed well. to be there definitely. I mean, the intent yeah. is there, but the yeah. execution is—I don't know. That's I, different. I, like the writing yeah. and all is different, but like the, he is intending to do the spiritual thing because in Gemini Man, it's basically the self yeah. and the other, like self and the digital self. Ref- so it's like yeah. a reflection so and like. the spiritual yeah. connection yeah but that's completely yeah but that's completely lost in the sci-fi bombo jumbo and the complete action sequence uh, that action, is there yeah, but yeah. but but the intention is still there like he he attempts the spirituality attempts have been there since like a while i think uh, oh yeah and crouching tiger hidden dragon 
crouches that's like basically the, the the template yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i've not yeah. seen that you've are you crouching tigers are you wow you really i need to rewatch it i think it's i've missed mm. i missed some element of it like to get it i love that movie i love that movie it's one lovely. of the best but one of the best busha busha movies i've seen in a while yeah. which is lovely. like insane huh? yeah but okay. uh, yeah he he's good with uh, it's very um, like i've basically been studying his course but it's so like you guys have exactly the same reaction to it what most people in in the class also did it's just surprising how he like gets that same reaction if that's a good thing or a bad thing that's something to like think about i think no but in what sense the the stuff that we are praising about or yeah, yeah. the stuff that both, negates both. his his filmmaking both okay. i think it just you because you you feel very similar to it about you know like the gentleness the way the you know the ah, way that that, the, the, you kind of get used to his cinema you get very See, you get relaxed into it right i, I uh, think what amartya also said like the, his whole experimenting with the whole technical side of filmmaking hmm. is always i think appreciable like i yeah. think nobody would ever say ki you know don't do for like everyone wants that there should be like some evolution yeah. in in filmmaking right yeah. and he's at least trying but yeah. i mean you cannot always commend him for everything else around it yeah because yeah, of course everything else takes a back seat for yeah. that thing of and course. i think that is that is something wrong yeah i mean that's what's been the case after life of pi that's the big argument i, I mean life of pi also has like a lot of technical evolutionary things that are happening you know the i mean basically things. the point where you 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 left the film till the point you after that is basically all i know i know in a swimming pool in taiwan i know i know i remember the film i i don't remember the whole details of it as as always yeah. but i, I do have some memories and i've seen like a lot of behind the scenes photos yeah. and also read about some some of the making because hmm. it's been held up as one of those marquee films that you should look look up to and learn how to yeah. use those techniques still looks I, really I think good we, i exactly. think we blame i think we blame i think we blame hollywood for making a lot of mistakes from the success of one movie or something else I think mm-hmm. this is one of those cases where we have to make have to blame the director for taking the wrong lesson from his own success yeah, because <laughs> yeah because you mm-hmm. see Life of Pi being successful and you as a director suddenly take the inspiration oh my god I I made the perfect merger between CGI and realism how mm-hmm. much more can I evolve it Mm. So Mr. Lee, with frame yeah, Mr. Lee, that mm. was not the that was not the lesson you should have taken, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's very anymore. interesting. Like I, I'm like I don't know if we, when we'll do this or we'll ever do this, but like the whole frame rate experiment is quite interesting in theory, uh, and to see True. how much how much it works True. and how much it doesn't work. I think the, the Gemini Man action sequence, Gemini Man action sequence, Gemini Man action sequence in a big screen in a big ass TV looks quite, quite good, by the way. the motorcycle sequence in gemini man oh yeah very brilliant very compare it compare it compare it to most marvel movies compare it to most mcu movies action see, sequences see that is when you're looking at it like just from the technical standpoint but there was no emotional depth oh, to yeah, that scene yeah, happening that is why, why if that's why if it's devoid it of all the emotion your scene is zero that's yeah. why i'm comparing it to that's why i'm comparing it to most low rent marvel movies Yeah, low rate. Good, 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 good use of terminology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I mean that's great. I'm, I'm always going to cover my mistakes. You know, that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Honestly, uh, yeah, you guys have been helpful, surprisingly. Uh, I mean, even uh, Peter Jackson experimented with frame rates. Oh yeah, the yeah, Hobbit. Yeah, First yeah. Hobbit, forty-eight frames and something. Yeah, that's. He he went ahead and shot like. He's top. He's top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's very man. like no, no, no. But honestly, the frame rate thing uh, we'll discuss this later. But, uh, but the frame rate thing is very interesting in Billy Lynn more so than in Gemini Man. Also, because mm-hmm. I actually saw Billy Lynn recently uh, in sixty FPS. So it's very interesting to see the difference between what you. Uh, yeah. See the, now. The... Yeah. See now. That's the thing, right? Uh, if you if you are seeing it as and oh my god, I'm going to say this shit and I'm going to remember Dune again. You're going to see this shit as the filmmaker intended. Then you might understand what he's trying to do. No, no, the no. The problem is the problem no, no, is we don't usually have that technology. 
I'm pu- I'm talking purely you. effect on me. I'm not talking about Angley's intention. I didn't mm. read anything about his intention at that point. Mm. But effect-wise, mm. it's got a very strange effect where it the higher frame rate works really well in certain shorts and sequences. Mm. You, the hyper reality thing. The POV shot is very effective, like the moving POV shot, special because it feels like it's like a real time thing. That, that, that then it makes sense. Is when, but but then when you're shooting a normal scene in in a wide, which Angley does mm. a lot actually, and people are moving inside the frame, then is where you're like, oh, why are they moving so like unnaturally inside the frame? Because they're like getting up too quickly or like moving whatever. Later discussion. Someone, if if people are interested in technological, uh, like side of stuff then we can discuss that more like sanjeet will helm those episodes of course uh because sure my friend exactly yeah <laughs> uh but yeah interesting discussions but yes thank you guys thank you so much for uh for being i think that's it right yes sir yes sir. okay sir, unless you want sir, to add more episode, okay sir so, so no, no, no. Guys, like if you want to add more about like other stuff uh, I, wish I, some... I wish I could add but I haven't seen the movie in 8 years watch so it watch the opening credits they are literally I mean they sleep sleep to the opening credits just oh so I, I agree I yeah. agree to that it's so it peaceful is, it's like it is so peaceful yeah. and who gave the score for it I, Michael I Dana he he's ah. regular collaborator with Lee and, uh, and and another filmmaker called Atom Egoya or no Ego, and I don't know if you guys know him. Okay. No, he makes weird films. Very good. Okay. Weird films. Anyways. Okay. Enough yeah. digressions. We've gone to Bhul Bulaya too, etc. Also. So yeah. Uh, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, we had more. to. I deservedly mean, so, my friend. Deservedly so. I mean, comparing Tabu and Life of Pi to then comparing her in Bhul Bulaya. We're not comparing. We're just not, telling. Uh, not we're our fault. Not our significance. Not our fault. She studied both of them to pay off. She has to make one. Money. Yeah, exactly. One movie to Rent. pay off her mortgage. Yeah. Apparently she, she has one. Like we don't know that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. uh, we will do a anyway. tabu, tabu special episode. Sometime. We really, do, we really yeah. need to do an episode on her. Honestly, she is yeah. one of the best actors actresses around. I will always yeah. remember her performance in Antaat. That's a special. Oh, that is like like oh, yeah, in Heather, 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 she's Heather, so Heather, Heather she's yeah, so subtle in Heather, and then she's full campaign, you know, on that one, which is Mabool. like Makpool. Oh, yeah, I remember her screams and shows. Anyways, anyway, we're done. We're done. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, thank okay. you, thank you for listening, Sanjit. Take over, yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, we appreciate for all the uh, all the support that we've gotten till now. Please make sure you follow us on Instagram at Queen's Letter Film Podcast. You can also follow us on Spotify and other podcast platforms so that it helps us reach out to more people. Please rate us on Spotify as well. Uh, the higher number of ratings we get, the higher number of people we reach out to. Um, uh, thank you so much. I know you can also follow Dhruv on his Instagram page at Terminal Cinema. You can follow yeah, Murthy at Murthy25. Aryan and Added Talks Film. And you can follow me at Pixel Baba. Um, thank you so much for listening. Khatam.